Call for Action presents Of Consuming Interest, a public service show that discusses scams, deceptive offers, and other consumer concerns. Here's the director of WJLA 7 Call for Action and your host, Shirley Rooker. I am so confused. I've been trying to learn about cryptocurrency. Now, maybe you understand it, or maybe you don't, or maybe you think it's a glamorous new investment, or maybe it isn't. Well, we're going to find out today. You know, you hear things about blockchains. What are they? What are miners? And we're not talking about coal mines, folks. What is an ICO? Well, we've got the answers. My guest today is Owen Donnelly. He's the chief counsel of the Office of Investor Education with the Securities and Exchange Commission. And this is right down his alley. Owen, welcome to Of Consuming Interest. Thank you so much. It's great to be back. Now, let me tell you, this: my mind and my head is gone. I've read this stuff when I read about miners and where they want to put it in blockchains, and I see pictures of gadgets with wires running all over it. I am totally confused. Give me a little bit of information that's going to make me know a little bit more about what is a cryptocurrency. Okay, sounds good. It's not money. It's not real money. So speaking very broadly, a cryptocurrency is something that purports to be of inherent value, similar to, for example, cash or gold, that is designed to enable purchases and sales or financial transactions. Now, that's that's a very general term. What you may hear, and I'm sure you have heard these terms, uh, are terms like uh, blockchain technology, virtual currency, cryptocurrency, uh, uh, initial coin offering, token offerings. There's a big umbrella underneath, uh, and underneath what I what is usually called blockchain technology or distributed ledger technology. This is a type of technology. You're not helping me. I'm still confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the best way to look at it, it's the, the easiest way for me to look at it. And again, I'm not a technologist. Is that Blockchain technology or distributed ledger technology essentially is a ledger in the internet. In the it, computer. It, in the computer. And Somewhere it keeps in track the of transactions. Yeah. Okay. And the question that we, we're, we're talking about really is what transactions is it taking care of? Now, okay. I know just from reading, reading the newspapers that really uh, big companies are spending a lot of money thinking and learning about this technology to put to all these amazing uses. And I, again, I don't know I don't know the technology well, but there are experts in this that are thinking of all manner of uses. But one of those uses, and one of the uses that concerns us the most, or me the most, uh, is that in some of these coin offerings that are being offered to the public, there is, while there may be a bucket of these that, that are, are, are commonly referred to as investments, and that's a complicated subject, whether or not they're technically securities, but there's a large bucket that we know are fraudulent, and those are being marketed to consumers. Wow. So, well, you know, not everybody thinks this is the hottest thing. I, I read something where Warren Buffett called it rat poison. Uh, I thought that was, and then some more stronger words, which I shall not repeat on the air. Um Okay, so so this is something that it's not like I've got dollars in my pocket. Um, it's it's a value that I can't really see. It's a kind of a permanent transaction thing that I can give people money, exchange goods and services I gather through this technology, right? Th- that's right. A- so the first best. thing I would have to do, and I'm not encouraging people to do this, but I'd have to buy into one of them. Is that right? With real money. I mean, that's correct. Well, one can use a one virtual currency to buy into another one. But at the outset, something of value, usually dollars. You have to have something to start out with. That's that's right. Okay, All right. So then the consumer is out there in this Wild West, which I think it really is right now. um, 
of of investment opportunities, and I'm using that in quotes. Um, so tell me, first off, is this something, this falls under the purview of the SEC? Is it considered an investment or isn't it? That's a very good question. And the answer, unfortunately, uh, is, is uncertain in some instances. Uh, whether something is a security and therefore falls under the guise of the SEC uh, is a facts and circumstance test. So there is not one answer. Um, I, I know I have heard experts, experts in, the sp- in the space uh, articulate that some of these coin offerings certainly are. Uh, and the SEC has brought actions and issued guidance in the space. Um, what is important for consumers and investors is to ask these questions. Is mm-hmm. this a registered investment? Is this registered with the SEC? Do I know the players involved? Uh, but the, those are the types of questions. The regulatory um, arbitrage, the, uh, the jurisdictional, uh, those are complicated issues and they're evolving quickly. Okay. Uh, so, so so it's stay tuned for that. That's to, exactly To find right. what the answers are. Okay. So... Uh, let's let's walk the consumer through it. So somebody decides they're going to take some money and they're going to put them into a uh, cryptocurrency. All right. So I've invested, let's say, $10,000. All right. That's a lot of money. I'm not going to do that. But let's just say I did. How do I keep track of it? How do I use it? I mean, this is something that I'm going to, to go to somebody else that accepts this and buy goods or services. Is that the idea? Well, I mean, unfortunately, I'm, I'm, see, I'm, right. I'm so ignorant about it's this. It's very hard to generalize what all these what it is, what, what they're what offering, different currencies do. I mean, okay, some, and and we don't even use the word currency all the time. Every there's so many. So the last the last I read is that there may be over 1,800 different coin offerings uh, in play right now. Give us give us an, an example of what might be up. Now we got to talk about this really clever thing that you all did at the SEC, and we'll just tease people by telling them that it was very interesting. Tell us the name of it. The name of uh, our project was called Howie Coins. Okay, H- we're not going to tell them anymore. You've <laughs> got to stay tuned to listen about Howie Coins because this is so clever. I'm telling you, you would you won't believe it. All right, go ahead. Well, so each one of these coins, and and, and they. It's hard to group them because there's so many different coin offerings that offer or purport to offer so many different characteristics. All that said, um, what what consumers need to, especially consumers that are looking out for fraud, some of the some of the, those red flags, those concerns that you and I have talked about in different contexts, still apply. Uh, I'm happy to talk about them. I mean, we see the the classic sort of con artist of a high guaranteed rate of return. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, we see that in all types of different fraud and the people in this space that are committing fraud are making those same type of representations. Um, we've seen the ability to buy investments with credit cards while not necessarily fraudulent. That's a red flag for us. Well, uh, yeah, because you're going to have to pay off that credit card. And what are you what are you putting money in? Well, let's just let's talk about my investment. So I put some money in here. How do I get it back? What so, if I want it? What if I want real money back out of it? Is so, that going to be possible? Uh, it, 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 and again, this it is, may be or it, it may, may not. Be or, it, it, it may be. There are digital wallets that I understand, not from first-hand experience, uh, work quite well. Uh, if you're dealing with a legitimate player, if, if um, yeah, given uh, a ton of other circumstances, uh, what what I do know, and, and the estimates of exactly how many of these are not real uh, vary, uh, I've seen estimates in, I think, in the paper recently of 17% up to 25% are fraudulent. And the worst wow. case scenario is that the person on the other side or the entity on the other side of this transaction just walks away. Wow. And and since they were dealing with the Internet and things out there, and this is not a brick-and-mortar store that you're talking about and – what they're giving and selling you or, oh, God, Lord. Okay, that's really enti- 
It's really discouraging for me because I'm having a hard time with this. All right, let's just take a brief pause. Maybe I can get my brain back into gear uh, and let our listeners know they're tuned into Of Consuming Interest. I'm Shirley Rooker. We're talking about cryptocurrency. I don't know if you're as confused about it as I am, but let me tell you something. It's a complicated subject, and it is so vulnerable. The consumers are so vulnerable to fraud. There's a very high percentage of fraud going on in this area. And Owen Donnelly, who is the chief counsel of the Office of Investors, excuse me, Investor Education with the Securities and Exchange Commission, is giving us a, a, a learning lesson. <laughs> and that's what I need is a learning lesson in what cryptocurrency is. Okay. So the thing for a consumer, if you're sitting out there and you're attracted by all the hype, there's a lot of hype going on around this. You all took advantage of that hype. So tell us what you did. Sure. Well, let me say, I guess there's, there's two, two, two ways to look at this. If, if someone's interested in this, there are questions to ask. And uh, our, on our website, investor.gov and at sec.gov, uh, our chairman put out sample questions for investors to consider. Those questions include, uh, who am I contracting with? That is, who's on the other side of this? Uh, where is the money going and what's it used for? Yeah, well, how am I going to be able to use it? How, how can I act? I want to get my money back. Exactly. And, and that may vary from coin to coin, from offering to offering. That's um, a big question as far as I'm concerned. Uh, if if there's a digital wallet involved, which there often is, what happens if they lose the That the just means it's, it's like an online bank account. It's, it's akin it, to no, But it's I don't want to say a bank that. account because right. a bank account is a totally different animal. In many cases, you will not be able to, you know, with the bank, say, hey, I lost my key. Let me mm-hmm. go get my lockbox. Mm-hmm. That's not the way this works. But there's a series of questions one should ask. Uh, so that, that, that's an important consideration for anyone who's thinking about this space is to ask right questions. The, another key consideration, and what I've been very focused on, is helping consumers identify the bad actors. And, and this is one of the reasons that our office launched what's called HowWeCoins.com. Um, uh, it's a little play on words. Uh, there's a Supreme Court case called Howey, which helps to determine whether or not an investment is a security. Um, and what the website was uh, is uh, it is a it appears to be a coin offering. Well, it appears to me like I can go in there and learn about travel offers and and cheap hotel, <laughs> well, luxury hotels, luxury trips. And I'm reading this and thinking, oh, this sounds so good. We 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 try, you know. It's really appealing to consumers. It is. It is. And, and how it, about making it real? Huh? It, we did our best. To, <laughs> we did our best to make it realistic. I will say, um, well, just to get to in the details. It, there's a there's a ton of words around it. There's celebrity endorsements. There's high guaranteed rates of return. But if one were to click, I'd like to purchase, they're delivered to our our home webpage, which is investor.gov, and that tells people, hey, this had a ton of red flags. You should look out yeah. look out for. Yeah. And uh, it, it's it's been an effective it's been a really effective educational. And do tool. you uh, uh, do you hear personal back from consumers who I mean they they click on this they fall for it they get to your website. Do you have a section there where they can leave comments and we, whatnot? We absolutely do, and we've heard we've heard many comments. I mean, a lot of this is passed through social media. Uh, we've heard tons of comments, and and I, I try to read as many as I can. Most folk, I think, most folks appreciate it as an educational tool. Oh yeah. And again, this is, I mean, uh, this is a sliver of 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 the market, but this is this is this is where bad bad actors. Whether you're talking about any, I mean, any emerging technology. I think, Shirley, we talked a couple of years ago about pump and dump in the microcap stock space all, oh, yes. all around, like, you know, new fast computing. Mm-hmm. Whatever the latest technology is, whether the technology is fantastic or, or will change the world or not, 
fraudsters will track to it, and that's where consumers can get really hurt. I, I, I can't and, and I ought not give anyone investment advice, but what I can tell them is what to look out for to make sure they're not being defrauded. Right. And then one of the things that, that's a little bit scary about this, if once you make a transaction, it's final. You can't reverse it. There's, I guess it could be a very complicated process, but basically – if you decide to participate in this project, this uh, this thing, whatever you call it, uh, cryptocurrency, once you have made a transaction, it's gone. It's done. It's complete. And whether or not it was a good one is something else again. It, it, to, to my to my knowledge, this is not like buying something at the store or even. Uh, or even more I can't tri- return it. Right, right. You 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 buy it now. Again, of course, in, in the stock market, if you if you make a stock purchase, you often. I mean, that's that's the purchase. You you you've right, made an investment. Right. Um, these 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 transactions are instantaneous. Um, uh, one of the concerns that I have personally is that you don't know with whom you're transacting. You know, if I if I go to my big broker deal up the street, I make a transaction and they get it wrong. Uh, I've got a compliance office to, to go to. I've got a maybe a physical location I can walk into. Mm-hmm. There's a helpline I can call. Um, right. That infrastructure doesn't necessarily exists. exist for retail investors in this space. Well, now, so you're saying that there are, there are a very large number of offerings in cryptocurrencies. That's right, Shirley. So the, these companies set themselves up and say, okay, I'm a cryptocurrency. I'm going to give myself a name. I'm going to advertise. Are they, like you all, lured consumers in by saying, you know, join us in this learn to travel, go to posh hotels, restaurants, airfare. You made it sound like I was going to get something really good for my uh, investment. That's right. And so what we tried to do is mimic the fraudsters in the space. And I need to be very clear. I mean, it, it is plain that there is fraud in this space. And there are real people, too. But, but and there's there, honest abs- brokers. Absolute, we know that, of absolutely. course. But, We're only talking about the crooks because yes. they're the ones that rip us off. Not the good guys, so don't get mad at us. That's exactly right. Actually, but, it's a protection for the people that operate legitimate businesses to have the scams exposed. Sure. And, and the truth, and just my surveilling social media after we launched Howie Coins, a lot of very positive feedback from people in this in, in this industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the right. But, but you're Exactly right. We're not. We're, we are focused on or, in my office the, the fraudsters. That's um, right. But but they do the. It's exactly what they say. Uh, there's a lot of promises of riches. There's a lot of guarantees. I mean, if you look at there's most of these coin offerings have what's called a white paper, and the white paper is designed to uh, to explore the technology behind the offering. Now we wrote a white paper that while it was fun to read, it said absolutely nothing. Uh, that should be a huge red flag. <laughs> Though we did hear that our white paper was better than some of the ones they see. Well, you at least told there. me what you were promoting. Right. I mean, I had an idea. Okay, well, you know, this sounds very interesting. Right. And mm-hmm. so so these are the red flags if someone were to go through the site, right? So the first one, um, we've talked about the high guaranteed returns. Another red flag uh, is celebrity promotions. Now, the fact that a celebrity thinks an investment is a good idea doesn't mean it's not. But it certainly does not mean it is. That it is. Um, Amen. And we've seen we've seen that over and over um, that you see people get in. Oh, this is going to be a great currency. It may or may not be. But the the, the ch- unless the celebrity is an expert in this technology, they're probably not the best person to listen to. Uh, and we had we had a number of uh, pretend celebrities on our site for people to see. Mm-hmm. And one one important part to mention, uh, and some of the and the shady parts of this is there we see uh, on social media ongoing pump and dump scams. That is where the promoter talks up the the coin offering, says it's great. Uh, the 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 bad guys pump it up as much as can. They sell and let leave people who aren't in on it 
holding the bag. Right. What's so interesting about this space to me is some of the pump and dump promoters even say when they're doing it. They say, we are going to pump this up at four o'clock on Friday. Make sure you get out by 4.05. Uh, it is. Oh my God. It is. It is incredible. Oh man, I'll tell you, it's a, it is amazing what goes in out there. Well, folks, let's just take a brief pause here to let you know you're tuned in of consuming interest. I'm Shirley Rooker. My guest is Owen Donnelly. He's the chief counsel of the Office of Investor Education with the Securities and Exchange Commission. And we're talking about cryptocurrencies. And there, there's a, well, as we said earlier, there's a lot of fraud out there. There's also some companies that have legitimate value. So we're not trying to pick on them. We're picking on the people that are out there set up often with the express purpose of ripping off consumers. So we've talked about the red flags and, and all of that stuff. So trying, uh, um, trying to, to sort through all of this, sources, what, what are sources? Your website is a great source for consumers to read. That's a really good, that's a really great question. So at the end of our HowieCoins.com website, we have a section, and you can find it on our website, Investor.gov, with tons of resources. Uh, as I mentioned uh, earlier, the regulatory um, landscape is different. So a lot of different federal and state agencies have offered guidance in this space, and mm -hmm. we've got a place where it has most of them. Um, this, the Commodities Futures Trading Commission has a, has a ton of guidance in the space. The Consumer Finance Protection Bureau, the CFPB, I think mm -hmm. they've recently renamed themselves the Bureau of Consumer Financial Protection. Uh, they have tons of stuff in this space. NASA, which is the state organization of securities administrators, mm -hmm. uh, as well as FINRA, which is the Financial Regulatory Authority. All these different regulatory authorities and agencies have offered guidance to consumers. Uh, read it. Read them all. It's absolutely, it's absolutely mm -hmm. worth reading, especially especially in, in the anti-fraud space. Now, I've read some articles that say that cryptocurrency is actually the future of money. It takes government out of control of the source of money. It frees it up that it'll cost less to do things in the future. So, I mean, that is entirely possible, but it's like, I think it's like so many new things that become available to us that they become real instruments of fraud because the, oftentimes the crooks are counting on consumers not being very knowledgeable, like me. I mean, I would be scared to death to invest my money in something like like that I didn't know anything about. But they bank on that by that's a, that's a, that's upfront exactly promotions. Right. I mean, that's exactly right. I mean, one, one, one piece of advice we always give is don't invest in something you don't understand. Yeah. That is not to say that there are that that, that this is not uh, an incredible disruptive, transformative, efficiency enhancing technology. And it may well be. It, and I, it may be the it, future of money. We may no longer at some point down the road have money. We just would we just recommend that any you know, retail investor considering putting money, ask a lot of good questions. Uh, mm -hmm. That's that's that, that's and that's the most important protection. That's right. Look, educate yourself, ask good questions. Uh, I know my boss. And that's true with anything that you do, Owen. When you're putting your money on the line, it doesn't matter if you're investing in cryptocurrencies or you're buying a car. Exactly. You know, it's the same same principles behind it. Ask the right questions. So that's that's a big thing. Now you have those questions at your website. Yes, sec.gov, right? We we, we absolutely do it. sec.gov, uh, which is our agency site. We have a retail-facing site called investor.gov. But at either of these places, um, you can you can Google ICOs and the Securities and Exchange Commission, and our and our content will, will likely pop up first. It's the a, it's ICO a, is the initial initial coin offering. It's a play offering. on initial public offering, right. which is how. 
uh, for, for you know for listeners in the investing space probably know, but for others, is how a company often goes to market to access sure. access the public markets. Sure. Um, and so we're seeing we're seeing a lot of ICOs, and, and there is I mean there there really is so much out there uh, to read and learn. Uh, the industry itself ha- offers offers a lot of guidance, uh, but it's those core those core questions: understand what you're investing in, understanding with whom you're working, understand what protections you have, uh, be aware of what risks you're taking. Are you all, have you taken action against anyone? Has the SEC brought action against some of the players in this arena? The, the SEC, had, I mean, is, and this is all available publicly on our website, right. has taken a number of different actions. Uh, there's a, a technical report called a, a 21A report under uh, the securities laws uh, to, to offer guidance on uh, for operators in the space. Uh, there have there are a number of different angles that implicate the, set, the federal securities laws, such as unregistered exchanges, unregistered persons. So it it's really it's a broad landscape. Okay. Um, the SEC, just like a number of other agencies, are, are active in the space. And I'm sure everybody's finding their role. I mean, that's you've got to define that first, as you say, whether or not it's a security. That's a interpretation that that's it's still open i mean that's true. and that's for me and, and, yeah. and obviously i only speak for myself but that's why at this stage of the industry education seems to be so important mm-hmm. uh, bef- as this is shaking out as experts are figuring out and, and agencies are figuring out what space these different products lie in sure getting the information to consumers so so they can they can arm themselves um at, as as this as the mm-hmm. space changes well i think that's the the important thing and i will tell you i went online and i just put in cryptocurrencies and oh my goodness it's incredible the things that popped up i mean i'm going oh my goodness i don't understand any of this but but you've given me a, a sense of it and and we shouldn't dismiss it because it may well be, as some people are saying. I read an article in one of the local papers that was saying that, that you know, this is the way to get government out of money. I mean, this is to give you freedom. It let costs less. It certainly would be easy. From a personal perspective, it's incredibly interesting. I mean, It, it is it, interesting. It's, it's a complex. And, and I, I spent a lot of time studying it, and I will tell you, I don't quite understand where the technology is right now. And thinking about where it goes next is even more challenging. Uh, but I do know, uh, as... As someone who advises, who doesn't give investment advice, but advises investors on what questions to ask, sure. the questions that we've been asking for years are still the same. Still questions. the same ones. Still the still same the questions same to ask. Well, I noticed it's very interesting. A number of states are passing laws to make it more uh, friendly to these tech companies that want to invest. And when they talk about mining and the miners, we're talking about computers and people setting them up. And they're talking about setting them up like in Montana and Wyoming, where it's cooler because I guess you well, you have to keep them cool. I mean, this, this is just a there was a picture on the Internet and I'm looking at it and thinking, is this what it looks like with all these machines, with all these wires? And is that a realistic depiction? You know, as far as I know, I mean, I, I, I believe, I mean, I've read stories just as you have of uh, the computers moving so fast they overheat. So, I mean, these are really <laughs> interesting issues. Um, and, and Well, you especially know. if the, the market size increases and we get the most of the fraud out of it. You never get fraud out of everything. But um, if we get most of the fraud out of it, get consumers more educated about it, who knows where it'll go. Yeah, and another really, a really important aspect of this is many investments, as you know, Shirley, are not made for retail investors. Some are made right. for accredited investors right. you know, yeah. that, that meet certain income requirements. Um, and that, that's always a question to ask. If, if there's an unregistered offering, uh, that, that is, it's not registered with the Security Exchange Commission or a state. Well, my m- biggest question is, if I want to get out, how do I get my money back? And that will depend on what you've invested in. That's and there's exactly. just no generic answer. Uh, the worst. And you got to ask that. And you know what? Yes. 
on that happy note, I think we're going to have to end, Owen. Thank you so much. You've uh, educated me, but I don't know much. So, And it's not because you didn't try. I, you tried very hard. Thank you. I think it's been very informative, and I think your advice, sensible questions to ask before you invest in anything or buy anything, buy a house or a car or whatever. So anyway, my guest today has been Owen Donnelly. He's the chief counsel of the Officer Investor Education at the Securities and Exchange Commission. You've been listening to Off Consuming Interest right here on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM. I'm Shirley Rooker. You can reach me at Shirley at callforaction.org. And we thank you for being with us today. Of Consuming Interest is a public service program presented by WJLA 7 Call for Action, hosted by Shirley Rooker. Call for Action is an international nonprofit network of hotlines which offer free and confidential assistance. If you have a complaint, contact Call for Action at 301-652-HELP. That's 301-652-HELP. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.